It's the Locked On Flyers podcast for Wednesday, September 27th, your daily dose of Flyers news analysis and high quality content that is happy for Carson Bjarnason. Yeah, good contract. Very happy for yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about his ELC and tonight's preseason matchup against the Isles, plus your mailbag questions all on today's show. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, and thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on the app formerly known as Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here as always with Russ Cohen, who's on all your favorite social media apps at Sportsology. As a show, we are everywhere, Threads, Blue Sky, Instagram, uh, Twitter, at Locked On Flyers as well. You can subscribe or follow us for free over on YouTube or on the SiriusXM app, anywhere you listen to podcasts, subscribe to get our latest episode as soon as it's available here on the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. Uh, the Flyers did sign goaltender Carson Bjarnason to that three-year ELC contract. According to Cap Friendly, it's 950 k per year. And um, amongst all the goings-on at camp, I, I guess I, I should have anticipated that this might happen, uh, but uh, it certainly wasn't high on my list of priorities, but I am glad nonetheless to see him. No, there. I mean... Because they didn't have to do it right now, but it's fine. It's good to get out of the way. He's proved some things, and yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah, of course, he was a second-round draft choice this summer, and they moved up to get him. Uh, he played for the Brandon Wheat Kings uh, over the last couple of years and should be going back there this season uh, out in the WHL, uh, 3.08 goals against average and 900 save percentage. Again, we emphasize Brandon was not a good team. So yeah. uh, those numbers are a little misleading relative to his skill. He's been a huge part of Team Canada's like, U18 program for a little while now. Yeah, and that, and that's when I've noticed him. And yeah, I, I think it's fine. I mean, I I like the contract. I think he's got uh, a good ceiling, and it's going to take a long time for goalies, so it's fine. Yep, I love it, love it for him too. And uh, given that it was done at camp, we got a photo op with Danny Breer and him in the room together, which is always a nice little bonus. Yeah, you know, it's good PR. That's what it is. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, so given that yesterday was a day off for the guys, uh, not a ton of other updated information coming out of camp. We still are not sure as of recording uh, this episode what the status is for Cam Atkinson and Travis Konechny for that matter. Yeah. See, again, now, now we're starting to get into this area where, again, it just feels familiar. And and fans are going to feel that way. I feel that way. You probably feel that way. So when or when is there going to be an update, or won't there be an update? And all of a sudden they'll be like, "Hey, they're not at skate." So you know, like I, you know, I, I don't love it. I think it could be a little better. Yeah, today we're going to have a repeat of the Monday schedule, so we'll have a non-game group uh, having a practice in the morning. Um, and then the game group will have a traditional morning skate and then go to Long Island for 
the game. And so will it be a situation where we'll find out based on who's on the ice at the who's skating and the- who isn't? Yeah. yeah. It may be, and that that may be the the telltale on it. But gee, Rach, I'm glad that everybody got a day off yesterday. So, you know, in case they were tired, I, I really I kind of got tired of seeing the excuses. Again, I don't think we made excuses because, you know, again, they're professional athletes. Like if you can't ramp it up for your first preseason game because you had a hard camp, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I think, you know, there have to be some days off built into camp because that's what the CBA says. So if you're going to have a day off built in, yesterday was as good as any. Uh, Now I don't want to hear it against the Islanders. Like if they don't look good, you know, if if they don't look good or they don't look fast, I don't want to hear these built in excuses. I don't. And that's the flip side of this, right? So they had the day off. Now, like that's that excuse is out the window. So let's see what they've got. Let's see who they put back into the lineup with supposedly having fresh legs. Who are they going to switch out? I I think that just kind of um, adds to the what are the questions here heading into the second game? I think, you know, as far as the vets go, you know, we do expect to see Owen Tippett. we expect to see Noah Cates and Scott Lawton. Right. Um, will Owen Tippett be the third guy on that line? Probably. Not 100%, but probably. Yeah, probably. And, and look, if you don't see Couturier that game, that's fine. I get it. If they're not going to play him that quick, I wouldn't have a problem with that. So I wouldn't jump to conclusions on that one. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I would expect to see Couturier want to check in, but maybe they'll give him that day off or maybe because yesterday was an official day off that that will be sufficient and they can check him back into the game. Um, I think that based on what he had to say after the New Jersey game, I think, you know, it it was like a a chance to shake the rust off and maybe getting Mm -hmm. into another game quickly will, you know, make his uh, progression path go a little bit faster. Uh, And I mean, on a normal year, sure. But, yeah, on a normal year, yeah. But you can't really rush these things, so you don't know. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Um, I, I think it is a toss-up if Tip it'll be that third guy on the Cates and Lawton line. I think it'll depend on what they want to see out of Tyson Forster and if right. he checks into the lineup and will they want to put him on a line with top NHL uh, guys He's like that. He's going to play every or, game. I think yeah. Forster will play every game, so it is a possibility. But at least for this game, I would hope Tippett would be, again, on a line with other NHLers because uh, I think, you know, he, he deserves it. And in terms of his gameplay, um, I wouldn't want him to have to carry a line his first game out. Right. No, no, you don't want him to do that. As far as the blue liners, uh, we'll see Mark Stahl. Will we be, he be on a pairing with Cam York? Remains to be seen. Um, we suggested we like it the on idea. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think, you know, while we know that Mark Stahl isn't like a permanent fixture on the lineup, or at least according to Torts, he shouldn't be a permanent fixture in the lineup. I think for this preseason game, pairing him with York is, is a good idea. Listen, if Mark Stahl is a permanent fixture, I'm not going to be shocked. So I think people need to kind of get used to that now because uh, there's a lot of trust there and like, and a lot of times, when things aren't going well or things are early on in the season, Torch generally likes to fall back on what he likes. So wouldn't yeah. shock me if he plays a bunch of games. 
Yeah. And then, you know, as far as Travis Sanheim and Rasmus Ristolainen, are they going to be paired together or are they going to split them uh, and put prospects up against, you know, or paired with them uh, just to have a vet and a newer guy uh, in the preseason? I think you can go either way here, right? Yeah, you can go either way. It's it's hard to say. Either way, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I think that the priority here should be getting Travis Sanheim some time on the other side, right? You know, get him some right side game time and see yeah. how it feels. Um, don't necessarily think you can do that if you pair him with Ristolainen. Like, you maybe you need to pair him with a I mean, Ronnie somebody's got to play the top power play, too. Like I know. going to be. Yeah, well, I I could see them on their regular five-on-five five time splitting them up, but then on the power play, have Travis Sandheim be in his ideal position, right? Yeah, that's true. You could do that. So, and, you know, given uh, the the game the other night, um, who's going to get the PK time? Um, really expecting to see maybe Adam Ginning or Ronnie Adderd getting some PK time as well. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, it's going to be a challenge, though. I mean, I saw Barzell played yesterday or two days ago now. Uh, if he plays in this game, like I think he might, because it's a home game, then they're going to have, you know, you got to, they got some guys they're going to have to keep up with. So that's, it could be a challenge. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some of the prospects we'd like to see in this game for the Flyers, but also talk about Barzal and the Islanders and who we might be seeing and, and what those situations are. We'll do that coming up next. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door with DoorDash grocery delivery. You could stock up for the week or order last minute cravings conveniently. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. You could even save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $50 delivery fee, with a zero delivery fee on all eligible orders, with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order, up to a $20 value when you use the code locked on, or just locked. Use the code locked at checkout. Limit Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKED. Don't forget, that's code LOCKED for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. We'll have more on training camp as the week continues. We'll be looking at camp cuts. We'll be looking at the lineups for the later preseason games to see what questions the Flyers are, are trying to answer. So stay tuned for all of that. In the meantime, we do have a game against the New York Islanders out on the island tonight. And as far as the Flyers' prospects to watch, um, one of the things we talked about on yesterday's show, which I do think still holds, like to see Emil Andre back in the lineup, but maybe split up from Helge Grounds just to see how he looks with a different D partner. Yeah, I agree. Do that. Maybe give him second power play time. I, I would like to see him start to do some of those things. Uh, 
I don't think he could be a regular yet, but you don't really know. And, you know, give him a chance. The Islanders are a good team to test it against. Yeah. And we mentioned Ronnie Adderd uh, in the last segment. I think he should be a key part of this lineup because he is that borderline guy. And we need to figure yeah. out if, if this season he should be taking that next step. And if he's going to be like one of your first call-ups, we want to see where he fits in. Um, given that he's gotten some NHL time in the past, but not in the most ideal of circumstances. So um, you want to see if we could be confident in in him as a call-up. Yeah, now I know Adder can play the power play, so I don't need to see him on the power play in this game. But like you said, let him work on some of those other things that you do need to see, like the penalty kill and and just good five-on-five five against a, you know, a team that will have some NHLers out there. Yeah, and of course, we want to see Tanner Lazinski, um, yeah. again, perennial uh, borderline guy, and uh, he, he really needs a good opportunity. Um, you know, it will be interesting to see if Wade Allison checks into this game, because I'm sure that was the original plan. But given the fact that he played in lieu of Cam Atkinson, are they going to sit him this game or are they going to put both of them in? It's a good question. I, I don't I don't really know. I don't know. Yeah, it could depend on if Cam Atkinson is good to go. It really um, does. That's a big thing. Yeah, so we'll see if they invert this or or what goes on there. Um, I think, you know, one of the guys I definitely want to see check into this game is Zade Wisdom. I think the yeah. Islanders are a good team um, competition-wise for his style of play. I think there's a certain level of physicality that comes with playing the Islanders. And I think, you know, in terms of, uh, they are very systems focused team um, with a very distinct style of play. And I think wisdom like throws a wrench into that. So I, it would be a good matchup for me. It would be. Yeah. The Islanders have a hardworking team that like to cycle the puck and they have physical guys, uh, especially, you know, guys like Mayfield, but really there's a lot of guys that hit like Clutterbuck and such. So I, yeah, I would like to see it. Uh, and as far as some other guys, uh, Alexis Gendron, we talked about on yesterday's show, still want to see him get in this game and get just some NHL competition and get a taste for it so that he knows what to expect um, and what to prepare for co- this season. Yeah, he'll go up against some some pretty talented defensemen, most likely. So, yeah, I think you got to see what he can do. Let's 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 bring him in. And then Bobby Brink needs all the chances he can get. Um, Maybe get Frost back into this one and put them on the same line. Although I don't know that they're going to do that with Frost, given... Well, Konechny and Atkinson play, then he won't. Um, But if neither play, then he might. Yeah, I think that's pretty much how it will go. As far as overall changes from the last game, definitely got to see more energy. Got to see pace to their game, right? Yeah, they were too slow. Uh, you know, again, it's one thing to be, you know, have teams that you face and they say, oh, they're bigger. But when you face teams that are bigger and faster, then that really causes a problem. So they've got to match up with that. And the Islanders have a lot of those guys. Yeah, and I think we absolutely have to see a better defensive play. They got caught yes. way too many times. And, you know, the Devils got behind them a lot during this game or were able to make quick passes and there was open ice and guys were left unattended. And so I think that's something they're going to have to tighten up this game. Yeah. Laterally, they were able to stretch the ice. And once they were passing cross ice, it was easy for them, honestly, on a few goals. Yeah. And this is something, you know, in the past, the Islanders have been able to be successful at against the Flyers, like especially over the last year, year and a half, 
And so I, I would hope that's something they're going to pay attention to, to make sure like the back door is covered is and, you know, behind the net. They, they don't get too many guys sucked behind the net to leave, you know, net front open. Yeah, that you know, they you know, Anders Lee could be net front. There's there's a lot of guys that could be real that could really hurt him there. So uh Dufour is a big guy we'll talk about. So yeah, you gotta really some somebody's gotta clear out the crease. It'll probably have to be, you know, Risto in this game. I think, you know, as far as guys who need to play better, Cam York is oh, high yeah. on that list, right? Yeah, very high on the list. All right. Well, we are facing those New York Islanders, and um, they did have a preseason game last night. Uh, wasn't the top of the top. Uh, so I would expect to see at home, like you said, we're going to see that top line. We're going to see Holmstrom. We're going to see Barzal, and we're going to see Bo Horvat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I expect to see them all and, you know, with the hometown fans there. So, yeah, they're going to – this is going to be a challenge. Yeah, and um, I think, you know, the only difference is we'll see Ilya Sorokin in net uh, since Varlamov played in the game uh, last night for them. Uh, he I'm not sure on Sorokin. Yeah. 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 That's one thing. The Isles have two, like, real solid goaltenders. So um, it doesn't really matter who you see. It's going to no. be tough. It's going to be tough either way. And that's the thing. That's This is where this team really has to show something because – uh, you might just get shut out by Sorokin, but again, it's how it happens that it would matter. Yeah, and then uh, the other note is that Jackson Cates uh, signed a PTO with the Isles. Very sad um, about that. That you know he's getting a goal. Like it, there's no, there's no doubt he's getting a goal. Well, he did pl uh, play last night, so mm. we're not sure if he's going to check into the lineup. You would think they would just for you know, yeah, the, the fun of it. it. Mm-hmm. So, and again, he's on a PTO, so he needs all the chances he could get. Um, would be fun to see them play against each other, but I would much rather have Jackson Cates still in the organization, and that bums me out. Yeah, me too, but they just didn't want him. Other than that, um, is there anyone else you think we should keep an eye out on from the Islanders' side of things? Yeah, William DeFore, um, I mean, he had a lot of points last year, like 100 and something points, but he has a... A big shot. He's a big guy. He's a hard worker. He had over 20 goals or at least 20 goals in the AHL last year. So so this guy, you he could score from far away. He could score from close. Uh, so you got to really watch him. So that's a guy that you have to watch. And and there's going to be like a whole London night get together if Isaiah George plays because you got Barky right. and George and Bonk and they were all on the same team. They all could take the same flight out after this game going back to London. Oh, my too. God. Now that would be funny. Um, yeah, Isaiah George, um, you know, a lot of people in Islanders land are talking about him um, and his possibilities. And I, I think, you know, that's a fair assessment. You know, he did play last night. But again, you know, if he's somebody heading back to London, they may just want to put him in for that. I think they'll put him in another well. one. Yeah, I think they'll get to see him check in, assuming all, all is well with him. And if he checks in, he's always going to hit you. So. You know, it's a guy who's fast, but it'll also hit you. And so you have to be ready for that. Right. I think so. So it's going to be tough competition against uh, against the Islanders. And uh, the Flyers definitely have to step up their game. 
Uh, one other guy we might see is Colbar Dro, who's an AHL level guy, but he's was with the Phantoms yep. uh, back in the day, and now kind of plays in in Bridgeport. So yeah, uh, you know, we'll we'll see if we uh, have a chance to catch up with him as well. Yep, yep. It's always fun to see old familiar faces. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we have one more segment, and that will be us answering your mailbag questions. We will do that coming up next. So uh, opening up our Locked On Flyers mailbag today, uh, Ryan uh, just had a, a roster question, which is good. Um, if you looked at the ro official roster sheets for these preseason games, they have like 11 billion scratches on them because everybody who's in camp who's not in the lineup right. is on that list right and it's a preseason game but ryan wanted to know what the maximum number of healthy scratches can a team have for a game in the regular season you know i've been seeing more and more like i don't know like last year we used to see a ton so i think it's just the same i don't think there's a i don't think there's a number limitation it's just a matter of how many guys you have signed and on your active roster um but as far as scratches i don't think you know they're limited to like two or three we've seen some games where there's more um i think they're technically limited to three healthy scratches because above that would be like ir scratches or ltir scratches you can have as many as you as you need yeah well but... that's fair I, I should yeah i should clarify that that that's that's a good point but we because of ltir and IR, we do see a lot more than three sometimes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, your max roster is at 23, but you can only ice 20 skate uh, players. So it would be 18 skaters and two goaltenders. So you're going to have a max of three healthy scratches if you're not using any of those spots for, right. for injured players, right? But most teams are using them. Yeah, yeah. So the list will be longer than that. But as if everybody's healthy, I believe the answer is three. Yeah. All right. Uh, this wasn't really a specific question, but um, there's been a lot of discussion in our YouTube comments and very healthy discussion. Love to see it. Um, do the Flyers have the worst D in the league right now? I think they do because they don't even have a true number one. Yeah. They don't have a true number one. Uh, they're going to try and figure out who's a two, but really they probably have three number threes. I can see that being a, a case right now. I think they have a couple of guys with a good potential to be a number two that the right. question is out there. I think Cam York could be a number two if all goes well. I think right. Travis Anheim could be a number two if things go right, but I don't know that there's anybody else in the system that you can say it is a number two or a potential number two right now. Um, and there's definitely not a number one. We know that. And Ivan Provorov, you know, all faults inclusive was a number one. Right. I think you could say that he was a number one. And so, uh, yeah, I think that alone makes it very difficult to, to get them out of the bottom five in the league for sure. And then um, I, I just don't see anybody else out there that has this many questions or open spots. No, like as an example, team. even if you think Columbus isn't that great, they still have Warrenski. They might have Juracek with Warrenski. Like, you know, it's going to be better. Yes. 
Zach Warensky is definitely a number. You could make the argument that he's a number one. He's a low yeah. end number one, but he's a number one. Yeah. So yeah, definitely in the division. That's for sure. Um, league wide. I, I think it remains to be seen with a couple of teams, um, but yeah, I, I think yeah, it, even the Blackhawks have Seth Jones. Like, yeah, you know. I know. Like Seth Jones. I don't think he's a number one, but I think you people will classify him as a number one. I, I don't think he is anymore. Okay, that's fair, but he's more of a number one than what the Flyers have. Oh, that's for sure. That's absolutely for sure right now. Um, so, yeah, keep that conversation going, though. And as the season goes, I think we'll have to ask it again, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll have rankings. We'll have some stats and data to look at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ben wants to know, should be, we be worried about Travis Konechny? Yes, Ben. Have you not been watching the last couple of shows? I'm kidding. Yes, you should be worried. Not for like a big long-term injury, but it just seems like something like a knee or something is possible with, with a guy like Konechny, and I'm starting to worry about that. Yeah, I think just from a production standpoint, is he going to be tentative? out there and will that reduce his scoring opportunities? I mean, he's going to be tentative if something hurts. Yeah. 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 And I think he's like one of the guys that we're expecting a a decent amount of the flyer scoring to come from this season. So, you know, even if the expectations in the grand scheme aren't that big for the flyers in terms of wins, you still want to get points on the board. Like you still, you know, whether you win the game or not, you still need to get goals. And so, Um, I think that is definitely something to be concerned about. Um, again, hopefully we'll get some more information today um, or we will have gotten more information um, after recording, but um, we'll see if he checks in to the game tonight or the next one on Friday. Or we'll just see if he checks into the Marriott, you know, across from the ring. <laughs> oh, God. It's not uh, there. Rob- is there in Elmont now? Just. For the Islander fans that may be watching, it was just a joke. That's all. Relax. Yeah. Robin wants to know, Russ, who's a prospect we should keep an eye on that we haven't heard of yet? Just in general and in the entire league. Um, You you heard of him a little bit last year at the end of the year, but watch Devin Levi because he's getting thrust into the uh, starting role in Buffalo as a rookie. And so while everybody's talking about Logan Cooley and Adam Fantilli and Connor Bedard, Devin Levi's there too. And if he wins a lot of games as a starting goalie, he's going to be right up there with the Calder too and could make Buffalo a playoff team. So I think he's a key guy to watch. Yeah, I I think that's a real good one. Of course, we'll be talking more about uh, NHL pro-level prospects as the season continues, and we'll start digging into draft-eligible prospects, um, you know, maybe a third to a half of the way into the season. Oh, I already saw a bunch of games this past week uh, in Pittsburgh, probably like 16 games, something like that. So a lot of prospects. And that's a lot of hockey to watch all in one weekend, um, but you're a pro. Not so weekend. No, no, it, it was four. It was four days, five, really four nights, five days. All right. Well, that's a little better then. Yeah. All right. Uh, wrapping up today's show, uh, Flyers announced that Gritty is having his own little section, Gritty's Chaos Corner in Section 122, a little marketing thing the Flyers are, are trying this season. So that's where his little stage will be. We'll hold do all his hijinks and you can sit there and maybe be part of the action. I think that's fun. And um, I think it's smart if- because 
because if you didn't want to be a part of the action, but were near gritty section before that, you still may have gotten hit with popcorn and you didn't feel like it or any of that stuff. Now you know how to stay away from gritty. Yeah, but I think it's cool. It's on the lower level. So that yes. might sell some lower level tickets. So I, I think that's, that, that's a it's gonna be part of the show. Eventually, here. my prediction of he and Torts never crossing paths was, was accurate last year. And I don't believe they've ever crossed paths yet, at least on camera. No, no. I, that might be in his contract, though. So we'll Yeah, see. it could be. <laughs> we'll see about that. All right. We will wrap up today. Thanks so much for listening. Of course, on tomorrow's show, we're going to recap the game against the Isles and talk about all the latest from training camp. As a reminder, we always want to hear from you you want your question answered on the show like we did today you can send us a dm on the app formerly known as twitter at lockdown flyers you can email us at lockdown flyers at gmail or you can comment over on youtube i'm rachel i'm on twitter at r miriam that's r m i r i a m i'm russell I'm at sportsology s-p-o-r-t-s-o-l-o-g-y have a great day everyone <laughs>